Welcome to the Home Ownership and Marriage Podcast with the Low Property Team, where it is all about running a successful business together and balancing a healthy marriage. Host Jarrell and Brittany Lowe. Purpose and passion is to help you create the life you want by turning your combined passions into generational wealth while sharing what they've learned on their journey with you. Let's get started. Welcome back. We are so excited to have you join us today. We are ready to get into another episode today on the Road to Homeownership series. In this episode, we're going to cover in detail the overall steps to homeownership. This is a no-fluff, straight-to-the-point series. My name is Jarrell Lowe. And I'm Brittany Lowe, and we are the Lowe Property Team. But before we fully jump in and get started, I did want to let you all know that we do offer complimentary consultations. Yeah. And we do this for anybody, regardless of your real estate needs, if you're looking to buy, sell, sell, buy, whatever the case might be, just as a resource so that based on your learning style, if you wanted to have the the seller's guide or the home buyer's guide in front of you, mm-hmm. and then hopping on a call with us to help you make a plan in working backwards, um, we always offer that to all clients, yeah. uh, future clients, past clients, so that it can be used as a resource for you. Yeah, and that's what it is. It's all about resources. But just to hone, on, hone in on exactly what Brittany is sharing, we want to highlight that this is not a cookie cutter approach. Mm-mm. We are tailoring our consultations based on our, our clients' needs, mm-hmm. right? Some clients might be in that inquiry phase where they're just kicking rocks um, or just trying to figure out what they want to do. Some clients might actually have spoken to a lender and they're really aggressive in their approach. And I think that consultation gives you that that professional expertise and then the understanding of what to expect that comes in this process, right, on the buying or selling side. So I think those are important details to note. And I do want to add as well is that don't don't wait, right? You don't want to wait and then all of a sudden you your lease is up or all of a sudden you got a job change and you need to move to a different state, right? I always say it's better first to have the information and then be able to make your decisions based off of that. Don't wait last minute. Yeah. Be prepared. Put yourself in a good situation so that you don't have to, you know, run around like a chicken with your head cut off. Absolutely. Well, since that's said, Brittany, where do I start? So the Road to Home Ownership series, right? The first first and foremost, the biggest thing to do is just finding a knowledgeable, professional, and local real estate team to support you. And I, I emphasize on that local as you want to find an agent that is that thrives in the neighborhood, in the city that you're looking in so that they know that area so they can put you in a situation where yeah. you're going to win, where yeah. you're going to get either your offer accepted on the first round, or you're going to get the most money for when you're selling your home. And I think important to add about that local real estate agent, I want to know about school districts. I want to know about Mm -hmm. community events. I want to know what's special about this community because one, I've had my eye on it. I've been seeing some great farmer's markets, some great things that are happening. I can envision myself for five years. But that local professional is going to be able to give you that deep, that insider detail, mm-hmm. right? Like the maybe, scoop. yeah, right. That's breaking news or something that might be coming about. So, yeah. And believe it or not, most people don't know this, but regardless if you are, if you're purchasing your first home or your fifth, sixth, seventh home, you having a realtor represent you on the buying side is free. The seller of the home okay, is wait, actually. Okay, wait, 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 wait. 
Can you say that again? <laughs> yes. The you having a realtor represent you is free. And a lot of a lot of people don't know this and it sounds silly. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that will say, oh, okay, you know, I, I'll just find a home on my own and I'll, I'll figure out the process. But in, in society, it is slim to nothing of anything that is free. So if you can, you know, have an experienced, a knowledgeable real estate agent representing you to help you find a home, use it to your advantage. So actually, because this is another common question that comes up, well, then who pays the commission for both sides? It's actually the seller of the home that you place the offer on, that you get the offer accepted. The seller is the one who actually pays both the buyer's agent commission and also the seller's agent commission. And I think one thing to highlight, yes, find that local real estate expert. As a buyer, you're getting your agent for free. It costs you not one penny. But if I can just throw one little ad in there, if you work with the low property team, you get two agents <laughs> for free. <laughs> two for one deal. Oh, geez. Yes. All right. Um, let's go ahead and jump into the next one. I think what's important to understand uh, with the information that Brittany has shared with us, um, it's also understanding securing financing, right? And when we talk about securing financing, we're huge advocates for local lenders. The reason why we work with local lenders is because they're able to navigate some of those areas, big banks, uh, some of those internet mortgage companies are not able to provide. A local lender is able to facilitate the deal, communicate through the deal, and support you as the, as a part of this team that you've hired, right? I got the lender on my side. I got the real estate agent on my side. And now we're just triangulating services that give you the best opportunity to win, like Brittany said just a few minutes ago. And a huge plus as well in working with a local lender is that they're going to have, based on whatever your buying needs are programs that you might be able to qualify for or that you might be able to utilize so that it can assist you with whatever you're looking to do. I don't know the last time I looked, but I do remember reading an article and they said there's over 300, 300 down payment assistance programs nationally. So whether you need it or not, just note that that local lender is going to be able to tailor a package that's specific to you and what you're looking to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And especially with with us, what we what Drell and I prefer always, right, where we're we're team based. That's how we do things. That's how we operate. That's how we run our business. So for us, we like to make it a one stop shop for our clients, right, that you just state what your needs are and we have one, two, three all set up and ready for you um, in finding your home. So the biggest thing in finding your home, right, that's the fun part because we'll get into, you know, pre-approval process and all of that later. But the fun part, right, is finding your home. It's going shopping. Um, What we also always tell our clients, right, once you receive that umbrella pre-approval letter that says however much you can spend on a house, we always encourage our clients to say, have your must have list, right? Break it down with pros and cons for each home of what are the two main things that I need? Is that a two car garage, right? Is that I have to have two bathrooms in the home, right? Or, or can I say, can I have a one and a half, right? We always say if it meets at least 75% of your needs, that's a strong possibility that you would, would want to submit an offer on a home, right? Because 
Keep in mind, your first home is not your forever home. But if it meets 75% of your needs to say, okay, if I know I'm going to be here for two to three years, can I make this work? Will it meet my needs? Am I going to love it? Okay, great. Then I need to submit an offer on a home. And I always encourage, you know, Jarell and I both do, but I always encourage clients, submit offers on homes, right? Because you want to be able to grab that neighborhood data to show what that neighborhood is doing at that time. If you know that there were eight offers placed on a home and you came in at number six, you know, we know what to do going back to the table in terms of that next offer that we're going to submit and putting our putting us in a position that it's more than likely to be accepted. Yeah. And I think what Brittany is uh, just honing in on, there's a lot of individuals out there that will click shop, if I can phrase Window that. shop. Or window yes. shop, right? <laughs> um, I'll click on Zillow. I'll, I'll click on Realtor, Redfin, and I'll just look around. But the importance is, is getting some boots to the pavement and really getting out there and making offers. Making an offer. My goodness, Brittany, I found the one that meets 75% of my criteria and meets everything that my family needs. So what do I have to do to make this offer? The first thing we're going to do is we're going to sit down and create a strategy, Mark, a strategy plan. And what that strategy is, what is it? Let me back up. Brittany and myself play to win. So if we know we can win it, then we're going to get aggressive for it. If this is one you're saying, Jarrell, I need you guys to go get this for me, then we're going all out, conversating with the listing agent, finding out what their sellers need, what the listing agent needs, finding out where the goal in this business is to find that magic number. Mm-hmm. The and winning number. That winning number. So for us, once we find it and we present to you or we share with you, now we start that process of getting the offer dialed in, right? We're contacting that lender that you've been working with. We're contacting you, letting you know what's going on. We're working on the actual RPA, getting everything in line so we can present the best possible package. And it goes back to what we've always said in the beginning, right? It's always based on how fast or how slow you want to go. You're in the driver's seat. But I will say, just like Jarrell said, we know how to get offers accepted. We know how to get our clients top dollars. So you just have to almost essentially just let the leash off yeah. and let us go to work for you because that's what we're great at. This is why we're in this business to be able to meet all of your needs. But I do want to say, I think, Brittany, you just highlighted it, but using the making an offer as market data, mm-hmm. right? I like it. I like Don't be afraid details. not to write offers, right? Let's get out there. Let's get writing. Because here's the thing. The more no's we get through, we know that yes is coming. So if we're a little apprehensive, right, on my first offer, if, 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 if I'm working with Brittany and I'm a little apprehensive on this first offer, I'm going to say, Brittany, I trust you. Like, here's what I'm willing to do. Let's get this figured out. Write the offer. Now, based on the results, we, the feedback that we get from the listing agent, we can say we were in the bottom 10 percentile or we were in the top 10 percentile and then we can adjust accordingly. And I will say as well is that just because your offer gets accepted, and I only bring this up because a lot of first time home buyers that we work with don't know this, is say you get your offer accepted and that's great. But then, you know, something comes up, a, a family emergency situation or you get cold feet and say, you know what, I, I don't know if this, if now I want this home. Yeah. You have a three-day period, and we'll, again, get into that later, the, the nitty-gritty details. But just because your offer gets accepted 
doesn't also mean that you are locked in right at yeah. the moment it gets accepted. And I just want you to note, there's a lot of important details in and between these topics. But what we're giving you is just the bullet like here, expect this or prepare for this because we want to help you get from I'm inquiring or I'm kicking around tubes and cans to I'm ready to make this happen. Right. That's the goal is to get to that place of I'm ready to make this happen. So, mm -hmm. boom, your offer gets accepted. What's mm -hmm. next? So the next um, period of time is called inspections and repairs. And you as a as a buyer have an ability ability to get any inspection that you want on the property. It yeah. can be a pest, roof, sewer lateral, foundation, whatever the case might be. Now, mind you, with a lot of homes that are on the market, a lot of sellers already do provide these inspections, right? They've already had a home inspection completed or a pest inspection, and they give you that in the disclosure package and the reports prior to even submitting an offer. So yeah. I would probably say, what, mm, 65, 75% of the time, you will already be receiving inspections and reports. But if there's an additional report that you wanted either a second look on or that you just wanted, you know, for yourself of knowing that, okay, the roof looks a little old. Let me yeah. just get the inspector out there just so that I know how much longer I have left with the roof. It's always a good idea. Um, that's kind of the period that you have after you get an offer accepted. You have a set amount of days to get in all of the inspections that you want. Um, and then based off of that is you, you will go back to the drawing board. And if it comes back at a certain number that you're not comfortable with, that's when we have a request for repairs. And yeah. that's when essentially negotiations, which Gerald's going to cover here in a moment of what we get into. Before I cover negotiations, can I just touch on inspections real quick? Um, for, and I'm going to use a personal example from when me and Brittany brought our first home. I encourage all first-time buyers to complete your inspections. Why? Because those inspections become action items when you move into the home. Mm -hmm. For us, right? For us. We said, okay, when the inspection report, uh, report came back, was there any red flags? Was there anything alarming or anything that was a big-ticket item? And I will say red flag items are always health and safety. Yeah. Now, if it's a big item, like I don't like the color of this store, that's not a health and safety item. Yeah, and what, we, what we're trying to tackle is once we get that, that uh, home inspection completed and it's given back to you, sometimes it's easy to get a little uh, overwhelmed yeah like oh my god i got a 50 page report and these things all these things are wrong with the house but but before you let emotions take over what me and Brittany did is we used that inspection report as an action item plan for the course of six to 12 months we knew the sink had a leak so we had to address that we knew the water heater and stuff like that needed to be taken care of. We knew that there was minor things with water pressure and other things. But we said, look, let's get in. Let's make a plan to fix these things, rehab these things. We don't want to take on a, a full, let me tear down some walls, rehab. We just wanted the house to be sound. And that's the goal with the inspections. And that's why we require all, I mean, we don't require, but we highly recommend, highly recommend all first-time buyers to at least, if it's not provided for you, go out and get your homeowner home inspected so mm -hmm. we know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it's always, it's great to have and to be, 
you know, when you receive that report, like Gerald said, use it as a budgeting plan of saying, okay, for the next, you know, at, at month three, we're going to focus on this month six, yeah. you know, one year, this is what we're going to focus on. And then when you start to fix those items, then you can get into the fun stuff. You can, you know, make it look the way that you want to, you can yeah. personalize it, you know, add things on, um, that builds tons of equity over time as well. Yeah. And I think just based on how inspections or repairs go, what that offer looks like, you go into what's negotiations, right? If something comes too far under or something's pops up during an inspection that wasn't reported, we go back to the drawing table because one, we don't want you to have buyer's remorse remorse if you have two hundred thousand dollars worth of foundation issue mm-hmm. that has now come up. No. Let's go back to the drawing board or this is our time where we can walk away from the deal without penalty. So just know negotiations. Again, me and Brittany are at bat for you because you have shared what you want and what's best for you and your family, for yourself, whoever it may be. So the negotiation period can take a couple days, can take a week because we're going back and forth trying to broker that deal and find what works best for the sellers and you guys as the buyers. Mm -hmm. And at that same time of those inspections period that's going on at the same time you're going to have and we'll again go into this later you know your appraisal contingency period and your loan contingency period right once you get through all of those periods right and get the approval from the lender of the clear to close um you're pretty much at the finish line um and what that looks like is it's it's a ton of paperwork so be prepared for that we'll walk you through it every step of the way um and also Once all of the paperwork has been submitted, once wet signatures happen, um, then everything gets submitted to the county. um, And then you're looking at a close of escrow. Once you hear on record with the county, that is just a an alert with tons of champagne being popped, letting you know that you get keys in hand the moment that happens. Boy, those two words can go a long way. It just brings excitement to us, excitement to the clients, knowing that we have endured such a grudging process. So now that we know those steps... And I will say, too, I I just want to note really quick is that, you know, this is the reason that we work so hard for our clients on the back end to have a smooth escrow. A lot of folks think that getting the offer accepted is the hard part. And let us tell you, it is not. It's escrow and having a smooth and successful transaction. That is our biggest goal and why we work so hard to ensure that we are getting a smooth transaction for our clients. Because Absolutely. if you're buying a first time, if you're if you're a first time home buyer and if it's a super rough process that leaves a bitter taste in your mouth, that's not fun for us. That's yeah. not fun for you. And that's not the experience that we want. Yeah. You know, in getting your first home, that should be so exciting. So that's a little bit on the back end. But what we do as your buyer's agents, our biggest thing is our commitment to you is always to guide. And advise you with your personal situation in mind. Not ours, not Mm. another one of our clients. It's always with your personal situation in mind. And how we do this is a couple of items. And I'm just going to kind of like go through them and then we can get a little more into them. But one, to educate you about the market. And more specifically, the trends that are happening in the neighborhoods that interest you. Mm. Two, analyze your wants and your needs. Three, Find homes that fit your criteria and also the umbrella of your pre-approval letter. Four, always negotiate on your behalf. Five, problem solve for you. And I will say that that's the biggest thing of being a realtor is to always have your problem solving hat on 24-7. Absolutely. And six, just like we covered, 
having a smooth and seamless process in a transaction is always our goal. Yeah. And I think just in those six points, uh, Brittany highlighted, and this is not just limited to what we do, but so much more of what we do is non-disclosed or we don't see. So I think what's important is to note that these six things are happening and the overarching goal is it's you. Our focus is on you and your development, what you're trying to achieve right now through this home buying, home buying process. And I will say this, you know, in closing, we just wanted to really go in depth about each step, but information changes situations. Say that again. Information changes situations. When you are given this information, you feel equipped and empowered, thus confident to be able to make the best decision for you and your family. I think the problem that most people are experience is they get too much information. Mm-hmm. Information but overload. I think what's so important right now is access and access to an information that will change my particular situation. I think the problem that we're having as a society is we get so much information from the internet. It's one-way communication, whether it's the TV, the internet, uh, my phone, social media, but we're not actually applying anything through it, right? Take this information. Sit down by, if it's just you, sit down and have a conversation. If it's your family, sit down and have a conversation. Draft up a wants and leads. And it doesn't have to be some big fancy spreadsheet. Get a darn napkin. Get a, a, a piece of paper and just pros and cons. What do I want? Do you want the man cave? Do you need a she shed? What do we need to make this work? Because that's the most important thing. Work. None of this is going to work. Not a coach, not a real estate agent, not a lender, unless you put the work in, unless you make the decision that says, darn it, I'm going to get in my home. I'm, this is going to happen 2022. And that's why we want to give you the information because we, Brittany and myself, are not just firm believers, but we have experienced how information will change your particular situation. Just having access to what people as homeowners now and owning multiple properties has taught us and how we're preparing our future with that information. And remember this, home ownership is amazing. It will drastically change the trajectory of your life, but it also is not easy. Yeah. If it was easy, every single person on the planet would own a home and nobody would be renting. Yeah. It is hard, but we, that's why we try to come alongside you to be able to make it as easy as possible and yeah. walk you through it so you don't feel like you're on an island by yourself. So I will say this. Yes, it is amazing. It changes your situation, your mindset, but be prepared for a little of work. Yeah, it's it, and that's to come. So just to recap, Information changes situation. We thank you so much for joining us, joining us on the Road to Home Ownership series. And we promise our commitment to you is to continue to provide information, to provide content that benefits you in your particular situation. Mm-hmm. So please, if you like what you're hearing, continue to join us. Share it with the family and friends. Let's all get better together because it's about community. And me and Brittany want to be a part of that community with you. Mm-hmm. Until next time, have a good one. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Homeownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, helpful resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes 
or wherever you are listening. The Low Property Team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. See you next time on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage.